Yeah, I mean, story, um, you know, started off just regular entrepreneur, straight out of high school. Um, in sophomore year of high school, I was selling cars in class. Um, didn't have my permit yet. Uh, I was on the internet looking for cars, buying it for a lower cost, and then flipping it for a higher cost while in sophomore year of class. So that started my entrepreneur journey, especially with high ticket prices around like thousands of dollars. I just fell in love with, you know, the grind of it. And then from there, I found mentors in the marketing industry. And then marketing just became a total interest for me, seeing how uh, you could bring somebody from not knowing anything about your brand and turn them into a buyer and then turn them into a buyer for a long period of time was just uh, science to me. You know, people loved biology and sciences, but my science was like customer acquisition. How can you get somebody to buy and Mm. buy from you again? How can you build that trust? Mm. So from there, I found a mentor in the marketing industry and then got into building a marketing agency, particular Mm. first starting off in real estate, so marketing for real estate agents mm. that went extremely well but some part in that journey i found that my true calling was helping entrepreneurs and more entrepreneurs were in the e-com industry mm. i loved e-com um, i loved online stores so mm. from there i transformed the marketing agency it was particular for real estate agents mm. and switched it over to e-commerce owners mm. we're currently at today where we're growing our team and growing our clientele we're serving e-commerce brands and scaling their brands to the next level that's that's, that's great um what made you want to be an entrepreneur like what made you want to even just do your thing i mean i had the marketing but you could have done that within an organization you know like what made you go the other way yeah so that's a good question. I mean, what made me want to be an entrepreneur is out of a lot of things. So starting off, obviously, was the money, the freedom. And then throughout that past um, path, money wasn't the only thing. Money is usually not the thing that usually drives. Uh, what started me on the entrepreneur path was first going through sports. So what being really, really good, where well, I think I was pretty good in basketball, uh, where I became the all-time leading scorer um, in the Boston area, um, a town straight from next to Boston, which is Holbrook High. And then from there, I was able to be very successful in that field, be able to have that team environment, learning how to play with a team, um, learning how to uh, work out in having basic processes and systems where that process system was working out every day, making sure I felt good, making sure I practiced for mm. an hour a game. So I spent a lot of time in the gym for a fraction amount of time that I spent on the court. And for me, it was the grind. It was the freedom that mm. I had over my own self to be able to become whatever I had to become. Because mm. I knew when I was on the court, it wasn't up to my coach. It wasn't up to my mom. It was up to my dad. It wasn't up to society. Was up to me if I wanted to figure out if I wanted to be really good at this. Mm-hmm. It was similar to entrepreneurship. It was an easy transition where mm-hmm. it was like, if you want to be great at entrepreneurship, if you want to be great at um, 
whatever that you want to do, it's, it goes back to you. It comes goes back to accountability. Mm. So for me, it was accountability. It was freedom. It was the, the money. It was able to be within peace within myself. Mm. So I didn't have to dictate on anybody else mm. to um, provide for me or I want to be able to do that for myself. I want to be able to get up and go wherever I want to go at any amount of time. I want to travel. I want to meet people. And that vehicle was entrepreneurship. Mm. Like in simple terms, it was just having that peace and having that freedom uh, to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Mm. Mm. And that's interesting. So a lot of your discipline is coming from, from working out. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, as well as, you know, getting good at stuff. Like when you start to get, a lot of people quit too early. And obviously when you're not good at something, you want to quit at it. Some mm -hmm. people, for me, I always try to figure out what was the most, I always run into the wall, figure out what the most difficult thing was. And then I was challenged to do that. And then when I found that, you know, this part of marketing or this part of my service was one of the most difficult fields to get into and mm. to be good at it, it made me be way more interested to succeed at it. And for me, again, it was the systems and processes, not only for the business, but system and process for your own self mm. like what are you doing to show up every day how mm. are you showing up every day mm. are you working out are you eating good are you are you making sure that your team is good are you reading are you educating yourself are you learning what are you doing to show up and mm. for me it was again what was those things that I had to do to become the person that I want to be that will be able to achieve that certain goal and that was huge for me. Like, what, what, what do I have to become to achieve that next goal? Because mm. one of my mentors said, and it was a good quote, it was, what got you here is not what's going to get you there. Mm. And that was so powerful for me, which I still uh, think about to this day. Mm. Mm. And, and there's this a part of you, there's this, this a, this a part of you that understands sales. You know, so where's that coming from, you know? Yeah, sales. Put one there somewhere. So where's that coming from? Man, so sales, um, I give credit straight to Rob Quinn's and artist sales team. Um, that is a mentor that I have brought on for sales particular. Because again, marketing is different than sales. A lot of people put it together, but it is it's it's similar but very different. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I had to do was I had the fulfillment down. I knew how to run ads. I knew how to market. However, I didn't know how to sell. And that was one of the key points for me to be able to grow. And what I had to do was find somebody that knew how to sell and knew how to sell anything. So when I found a mentor, Rob Quinn and his team, they helped me with learning how to sell. Mm. And those selling and selling is, is in hindsight, it's it's a simple term. Selling is how do you figure out what somebody needs and, for, and put what you have in the, in the middle for them to get what they need? Like, so whatever that person's pain point is, if they 
whatever pain point they have, and you are here with the solution, how are you to bridge that gap? Mm. And and that's usually your product, service, or whatever. They usually bridge, bridge the gap between their need and what you have, which is the bridge to get them to what they want or mm. what the outcome is. Mm. And do like, you, oh, yeah. Do you think people buy what they want or do you think people buy what they need? People buy out of emotion. Because mm. if people buy, if people bought what they need, mm. they'll go into the grocery market and just get water. Yeah, <laughs> because, te- because, because technically that's all they need mm. but that's why we have sodas that's why we have juices mm. is because all those stuff is hired by emotion they mm. taste more good mm. and that's why usually people buy out of emotion or people buy out what they want mm. so like this I break it down when I'm even doing marketing it's down to like usually three type of sodas it's down to people the wants, which is necessities, which is water, food, things of that nature. And then there's the problem solving things, stuff that pro- like solves a problem that makes your life easier. Mm. If that's a stand for your computer, instead of having your computer on the table, you have a stand that holds it up. If mm. that's something that solves a problem in the kitchen, solves a problem in, in your house, something mm. that solves a problem. Then the third one is usually uh, what a lot of, I'll say, our community really goes into that, which is social social class and and trying to, I'll say, try to trying to press either a pair or a mate, um, and those usually stuff is like clothing, chains, you know, watches, you know things of that nature where they're not necessities, they're they're not problem solving, but it helps you, helps increase your social class. Mm. So social class products and stuff of that nature. Mm. So. Mm. so. So your sales, your sales experience or knowledge is coming from uh, Rob Queen, you said? So my sales, my sales knowledge, yeah, comes from Rob, the Rob Queen's team, Auto Sales. Um, in sales, yeah. Did you ever take any sales job, any any sales work of any kind, or or you use that within your business? Um, no, I haven't done no sales. I never worked in no sales environment. Actually, I worked with one. I was in a gym. I worked with selling memberships and things of that nature. Um, but my first like big, I mean, I was technically in sales. We're always in sale. We're always selling something. Mm-hmm. Like if that is selling a conversation, if that's at the bar and mm-hmm. we're talking about men and we're trying to sell ourselves to a a woman or um 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 a female trying to sell herself to a man, we're always in some type of transaction. That's what sales are is it's just a transaction between one another. Mm-hmm. So I mean, since sophomore year in high school, I was selling cars. I was in sales, but not consciously in sales. Like I didn't think I was the salesman. And that's where I feel like a lot of people and myself getting into the sales with, mm. it was trying to be stiff, trying to be, you know, salesy, but that's not what sales is. Sales is, should be 
comfortable. Sales should be genuine. Sales should be, how can I get somebody mm. to the next level? Mm. And it can, it could not be, sometimes it's not your service or your product. It might be referring you somebody to somebody else. That's what sales is. It's how can I help somebody else get to the next level or where they're trying to be. And, and that's where it, I believe it comes down to. And, and um, you know, with, with what you do, uh, you know, you drive, you drive, you know, you, you drive a, a, a part of the sales process, you know, with, yeah. with, with what you do. So on the other end, what if the business cannot, perf- so what, what, what I hear when I hear eliminating the guesswork uh, from scaling your business, I hear an entire system in place as opposed to ads. I, so it means that you do a lot more. And so, so what does your work entail? So my work entails, um, so we strictly work with e-commerce owners mm-hmm. that are at least making around $10,000 in mm-hmm. revenue mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. So I build brands from scratch as well. Like I have my own brands that we build and we nurture and we run ads to and we build the manufacturer as well as we help brands build to the next level. So what I mean by guesswork is a lot of times, especially with e-com, there's a lot of moving pieces, especially in e-com. There's a lot of things going all over the place. There's a lot of holes that needs to be filled in certain type of gaps. So what we found to do was to eliminate that guesswork, which is us helping them find where the gap is in their business. Since e-commerce is so, there's so many different complicated pieces and a lot of moving pieces where things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So that, that if that strategy, if that is um, their money being left on a table with email marketing, upsells, things of that nature, mm-hmm. or if that is running ads to the right person, and a lot of people may do that wrong, where they're, they have a product and they feel entitled that people should be buying their product. Mm. What I say is, it's not the product. Like you, you don't have a product. You mm. have a solution to something they need, or mm. you have some type of solution that increases their social class. Mm-hmm. Your product is, is, is a product. It's, it's, it's a piece of plastic or metal or whatever, but you're selling a solution. And what is that solution is, and who's that solution going to be most beneficial to? Mm-hmm. And when we figure out that, then we know exactly who to market to. And when you know who to market to, then you can start building your creatives to that person. Mm-hmm. Now you can start building your messaging to that person. Now mm-hmm. you know exactly what those person's objections may be. You're mm-hmm. talking straight to them. Mm-hmm. For example, like if if you're walking down the street and you're, you're just yelling, boy, yo, bro, ma'am, her, he, you're not going to get a lot of people's attraction, hmm. especially attention. But if you go down the street and you know these people by name, hmm. you know, yelling, Jeremiah, Fortune, yelling them exactly by name, you're going to get people to turn around. Hmm. So to get people to turn around in marketing is to call people out by name. 
and to call people out by name, you have to know that person. And that's our job to do is figure out and understand who that ideal person is and to create a messaging around that to attract them and have them raise their hand saying, hey, um, my name is this and I'm looking to solve this problem. Mm. Mm. Wow. So, um, on 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 their end they they have to be able to close you know uh the deal basically um of course it's e-commerce so it has to be done with words and pictures um so do you work with that do you do you work with them on their end to ensure that you know when the clients or the customers get to to their page you know they they will be able to close do you work with them on that as well or you you're focused on on the on bringing people to them so creative is one of the most important parts in e-com and mm -hmm. people buy with their eyes um, yeah creatives which is photos videos mm -hmm. um anything that is yeah photos videos gifts those mm -hmm. are like the creatives mm -hmm. um in the e-com space in that and usually any space mm -hmm. and what we found is Creatives are is obviously one of the most important parts in marketing mm. or, you know, selling anything because mm. people buy from the eyes. Mm. Uh, if they go into the dealership mm. uh, and they walk through the lot, they're going to see something that they like and that's what they want to buy. When people go to the store to buy clothing, they usually buy clothing that is appealing to their eye. Mm. People don't buy things that's ugly to them like i don't think i mean i'm not the person to buy things that's ugly to myself mm -hmm. so what we found is we need to bring out the most creative and most appealing and most high quality photo mm -hmm. that relates the most to our target audience mm -hmm. so yeah we do help a lot with our clients with um the creatives mm -hmm. uh, with helping them um understand which type of creatives to put in certain types of the funnel, mm -hmm. the marketing funnel, which that is either in the top level, which is cold audiences, um, warm, and also retargeting um, and understanding where to put each creative, each part of the funnel. So mm -hmm. in technical terms, but yeah, we work with a lot with uh, focusing on creatives, even with our own brands, um, we focus highly on the creatives, creatives. highly on the creatives, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because for us, it's, you know, in any marketing, especially when you're selling a product or even selling a service, mm -hmm. um, I use kind of like, it's called a cold framework. I use this framework a lot, which is our four key, usually four key points where we're talking about um, marketing, in which that is creative, the offer, mm -hmm. the angle, and lastly, is usually uh, customer service and some type of logistical thing. How fast can you get that to the consumer? So mm -hmm. again, like it's a creative and that's how appealing it is to your ideal client, the mm -hmm. offer. Mm -hmm. Does the price make sense for mm -hmm. the product's value? And the angle, how, what type of angles are you using? Are you selling a product that has different angles, different personas? Mm -hmm. And lastly, logistical thing which is how fast or how's your customer service to that person that potentially buys that product mm -hmm.
So, so you you have processes and you have uh, the formulas that you've come up you've you've come up with within your business that allows you you know to 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 deliver uh, predictable results you know somewhat. Yeah, for mm. sure. And you know nothing is guaranteed, but with frameworks in place, mm. again, it eliminates the guesswork. Mm. I understand exactly. Um, with the frameworks and processes that we have in place, we understand exactly where the missing or where the hole can be, like mm -hmm. where can the gap be? And that's with tracking, with understanding the processes and systems mm -hmm. and understanding your metrics, understanding your KPI, like understanding exactly where your key performance indicators are, like where can those holes be, understanding your numbers. And as business people, you have to be able to understand your numbers. If you don't understand where your numbers is and you're not planning to understand your numbers, then you're planning to fail. So you don't understand exactly where your business is going. And if you can't understand where your own business is going, how can you understand where somebody else's business is going to go or is trying to go? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, th thank you very much for sharing that. So, I'm thinking like m many more people would want to work with you. You know, everything you're saying right now, um, you understand, you understand scaling a business, you know, using ads, you know, like that, that's it. Like that's, you know, why, I, I, why are you saying no to everybody else? You know, like many people want to work with you. You said why we say no to a lot of people? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Okay, so you're saying just e-commerce, you know, so I'm saying coaches, consultants, um, uh, serv service business agencies, uh, you know, I, I see them, I see them working with you as well, you know, you know, they, they, they might connect with you and want to work with you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have a lot of things coming up in place, um, a lot of different coaching programs to help people understand a little bit more on ads and helping them if they have a brand and maybe they're in the beginning stages, mm. understanding how to run their ads themselves mm. um, to be able to help them get to the level where we can help them run it for them if they choose to be. But if they don't choose, at least they have um, the foundation they need to start and grow their ad, uh, grow their business with mm. paid advertising. So the reason why we focus on one particular person is again, it's how we focus on how we kind of talk to our clients on focusing on their potential client, uh, potential yeah. customers. Mm -hmm. So we do, we only do and say exactly what we do. A mm -hmm. lot of gurus, a lot of people say things and don't do it, or mm -hmm. say things and they they don't follow up with that. We mm -hmm. say and do everything that was that we teach. So mm -hmm. what I teach our clients is we're going to find who your potential client is or potential customer is mm. and then we're going to make an avatar for that person because that is the person that's most likely to buy your product so for us we made an avatar for our type of person or our type of brand that we speak to the type of person that we speak to like we're not in the business of growing people's business because people's business they they need to understand how to grow that themselves they're going to go through the, the phases on, you know, trying to trying to grow their business, you know, the phases of ups and downs 
and understanding what type of product they want to sell, what type of um, service they're trying to sell. That's something they need to go on about themselves or find a mentor in that stage. Mm-hmm. Our business is surrounded by people that is already understand their business at some level and they're already getting some type of fraction of sales already. And what we're going to do is heighten that. We're mm-hmm. going to build that clarity mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to scale what they got going on and to increase it. Because the thing about Facebook ads is Facebook ads is not a, a life jacket. It's not going to save your business. Mm-hmm. What Facebook ads is going to do is ignite it. It's going to it's going to either is is either is either going to expose what you don't have, mm. if that is bad shipping times, bad logistical stuff, bad product quality, that uh um a a bad service. It's going to expose that because you're going to heighten that to more people, or it's going to excel that. Mm. So if you don't have the the foundation of your business already intact, then don't go on Facebook ads yet. Don't mm-hmm. don't reach out to somebody to run your ads for you because mm-hmm. you need to figure out your business. You need to figure out your foundation. Mm-hmm. But if you already have your foundation in line and you already figured out market, um, uh, you you figured out the market and you understand that people are interested in your product. And what Facebook is going to do is heighten that. It's going to show your stuff to more people. It's going to show your product or service to more people that is going to make an action. And if I'm not, that's when Facebook can sell your business into the multi six, seven, eight figures. But unless you don't have that foundation in place, it's hard for that to happen. Well, that, that's, 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 that's amazing. So someone, someone said something once that the best way to test your idea quickly is using ads. Do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I believe that definitely. If you have, again, if you have the budget, if you want to test, because again, we do, we, we have a lot of dropshipping brands as well. And it's something in dropshipping is, again, test so you can figure out the, the, if the market wants what you have. Mm-hmm. And if you have the budget to do that, then yes, 100% test to see your market strength. But you don't have to necessarily spend money to test if your market wants the product. Because what you could do, and this is a pro tip, is you could go on to either Amazon, you could go on to Reddit, um, social forums. And a lot of these social forums have the answer for you. Like what I tell a lot of our clients is, okay, you're talking to me about, I, I, I want my product to sell to this person. I want my product. Yeah. To sell. <laughs> I, 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 mm. Who, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about the CEO. Nobody cares about the owner. No. It's about what the market wants. And the market should be telling you exactly what you should be doing. The market tells us what type of creatives that we should be using. The market tells us what type of messaging we should put out. The market even tells us what type of colors that we should have on our product. Yes. Have the market, <laughs> have the market communicate 
advocate for you of what it needs and you fill the gap with the solution. And yes. that's what you make your product. Mm. So what I found to realize is if you go on, if somebody has a product that's similar to a product that's on Amazon, mm. search up that product on Amazon, go to the reviews, go to the five-star reviews, and mm. especially go to the two-star reviews. Mm. And those two-star reviews of a product that's similar to yours that's on Amazon or other uh, media, uh, other uh, platforms like Walmart, mm. it will show you and tell you exactly what consumers are saying about mm. a product that's similar to your market. If they're mm. saying they don't like something, if they like something, mm. if they're talking about a particular thing in that product that turns them off. Mm. And that's going to give you the ammo to using your ads as well as give you the ammo to, to not use in your product. So those are key things that we use to this day in our market research where we bring on each client to make sure that the market is telling us exactly what we should be putting out there. And that's how you eliminate the guesswork, guesswork. and what you do. Eliminates the guesswork in your marketing, eliminate the guesswork when you start running ads, even when you start building other product lines. Okay, so there's a message in there. There's a, there's a message in there, right? And and the message there is, tell me the message again, you know, about eliminating the guesswork. How do you eliminate the guesswork? And, and, and I mean, eliminate the guesswork in multiple ways, but the, the main message in eliminate the guesswork is get your, get yourself out of it. Mm. Like stop being selfish. And what, what I mean by that is understanding it's not about you, it's not about your product, it's not about your company, it's about your customer. About the customer, yes. And going into, eliminate the guesswork is going into your market research or even going into your consumer and going to your customer or potential customer and asking them what, if you could have something right now in your life, what would it be? Man, I'm having a hard time waking up. Okay. That means, you, are you having a sleep problem? Yeah, I'm having a sleep problem. Okay. What if what can you have that may help you with your sleep problem? Mm. Man, I would love to have a tea that can help me sleep better. Boom, tea product. Mm. Um, I would love to see my tracking to see how well I sleep at night mm. and also how, how much energy I have. Mm. Boom a product called Aura Ring came out mm. and they was able to track people sleeping, be able mm. to track their energy. Mm. So again, uh, products usually are created out of people's complaints. Mm. So if you figure out what people are complaining about, then mm. boom, you have a product. Mm. Or if you already have a product in place, then you figure out what people can be complaining about, about how what your product actually solves. So if that pro if your product solves uh, athletic or fitness a fitness thing, maybe it's a weight thing. Maybe somebody's trying to lose weight. Mm. Then your product is the solution to that. So figure out what people are complaining about. If that if they're complaining about uh, workouts being too long, if they're complaining about you know having um, having to go to the gym all the time, if they can have a product they can use at home then you can find a product or if you have a product that helps at home workouts, then boom, you solve that person's complaint. Mm. 
Well, the moral of the message of eliminating the guesswork is what it says, eliminating the guesswork by doing your market research, as well as finding the gaps and holes in your business mm. and filling them mm. with solutions. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you very much for sharing your message um, and your story with us. Uh, thank you very much for coming. And um, I, believe, I believe in what you do. And um, so for those who want to who wanna connect with you, you know, they're already making $10,000 and above, you know, they, they have, they, they have, they have a business, you know, running at the, like, you know, they're not searching for meaning or clarity at, at that point. They, they, they kind of have that meaning and clarity in their business. And now they're saying, okay, I know there are gaps and I want to scale this business. I want to fill those gaps and I want to, I want to scale this business. How can they reach out to you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, so, and to add on that, so it's as well as, so it's people that, yes, that understands their business at some level, as well as people that, you know, if they're, if their agency help trying to understand how to run ads correctly for their clients. We're also going to be adding some personal one-on-ones in there to help people and agency owners that need some clarity on their own business or mm -hmm. their own agency to help out just a little bit on to increase um, their clients retention as well as increase mm -hmm. their ROI and their clients ads account. So mm -hmm. we're helping with that as well. So if you're an agency owner or if you're a brand owner, and like you said, that's looking to scale your business to the next level. You believe in your product. Mm -hmm. You're actually looking to grow. Mm -hmm. Then we're open, um, open to uh, having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. So you can find me on Facebook, mm -hmm. um, usually on there, Jeremiah King, um, as well as you can find me on Instagram, which is Jeremiah, uh, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-A. H dot K um, mm. and I'm on Instagram as well. Mm. So find me on any one of those. I'm also going to be releasing a YouTube channel very soon to help people understand Facebook ads and help them get to the next level as well mm. as understanding their brand and understanding um, exactly how to do the things that I'm saying. Mm. Um, and I want my mission is to change the way that we look at marketing mm. and and, and, and look at sales as well, like not looking at it as salesy or look mm -hmm. at it as, you know, as a, a hack or a tactic, mm -hmm. but looking at it as a way to help grow businesses. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Hit me up. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for, for coming today. And, um, uh... I share your message with me. Um, uh, thank you very much for coming.